0: Good morning, my fellow Michiganders. Good morning, my fellow Americans. A real quick live today. I want to bring a couple of things to your attention. Um, this morning, a couple of school board meetings that I think we need to talk about along with seeing the other side. I like to share people's certain perspectives on things. Um, I think it's very important to see that. But first, before we get to those videos, I'm looking for right now what I want to talk to you about. And here it is. Um, tomorrow, Monday, and this is all in the description, folks. You can find all this information in the description of this video um, after this live is done or currently right now. There's links in here for you guys to go to. But tomorrow, all delegates and alternatives, um, you're invited to the pre-convention rally with President Donald Trump and Matt DiPerno on a teleconference call tomorrow. The link is in the description. It starts tomorrow, Monday, February 13th, right before Valentine's Day um, at 6 p.m. OK, so you guys can go there and click on it and then you guys can listen to what um, not only President Trump, but Matt DiPerno, what they have to say about the chair and co-chair race, which the vote on that is obviously at convention this Saturday. So um, lots of things going on. Um, we have had our mouths around open fire hydrant. There's no doubt about it. And that's for our next um, special announcement is Carrie Lake is flying in to support Matt and I for our run for chair and co-chair of the Michigan Republican Party. And she's flying in on Friday. So, again, if you're going to a convention and you're a delegate or an alternative, you all are invited to our pre-convention uh, little bash. It's at the Nuthouse Sports Grill in Lansing. OK, again, this is all in the description. Um, you need to have your credentials. It is free to get in. However, you have to have your convention credentials to get in and you can come in, you can talk to Matt and I um, talk to Carrie Lake, get pictures with Carrie. And then on Saturday, she will be there all day Saturday to talk to the delegates. Okay, so that's one thing that Matt and I are doing is we're getting national attention, folks. That's that's what's happening. And that's what we have to do is build this coalition. And this is the first time. I don't I don't know um, if it's first time ever in the Michigan GOP, but you have grassroots people that are going to lead this thing. This is everything that we've been fighting for is for us to have a voice at the table. And not only do we have a voice, but now we have a plate of food at the table, too. Um, And we're going to be representing all of you, the delegates, the people. And so this is a very important time. And I know a lot of us, hey, we we've lost faith in the Michigan GOP. You know, we we were upset that they weren't standing up um, for us during the lockdowns. That's why I co-founded Stand Up Michigan. And I tell you what, you know, we're, we're building a relationship right now. OK, that's what we have to do is we have to rebuild this relationship. This relationship was lost over the decades, um, but we're going to rebuild it. And in the beginning, I know there's a lot of. Uh, trust issues going on. There's a lot of, you know, these, they're, they're going to go the dark side. I, I see the comments. Um, no, this is about having a little faith. Okay. We have to have a little faith in the beginning, but then that trust is built through action and open line of com- uh, conversation, open line of communication. And so that's what Matt and I are going to bring to this party is we're just going to be your voice and we're going to do some amazing things. So, you know, have a little faith, let us get this thing going. Um, And then magical things are going to happen with the Michigan GOP. And you guys will be excited. And I guarantee you, um, you put some faith into this and help us out. You all will be very proud for what we're able to accomplish as a people. So it's not going to be that night. It's going to be all of us. OK, so those are the two special announcements that are happening. Again, we'll find out what the results are. We'll know in less than a week. OK, this time next week, Sunday morning, we will know um, who our new leadership is going to be for the Michigan GOP on Saturday okay so let's get to these school boards I have three videos to show to you this morning and I will continue to do my part is bring awareness and you're going to see the other side you're going to see um, a trans person and uh, somebody who is part of the LGBTQ community um, come out and give their perspective on things and we're going to analyze that so again I, I really want to open this up for conversation because how we deal with this at school is to have a team concept Okay, it's not one or two people. It's not one or two teachers. It's the teachers. It's the students. It's the counselors. It's the admin. It's the parents. And one thing is for certain, a lot of these parents who are standing up right now, it just wants the place to understand that the rights is to understand what's going on with their child. And there's no there's no ever. Um, a situation where the parents shouldn't be included in this and that's where you have to have this teen concept and I get and we'll analyze this afterwards I get the perspective of these uh, two students or two students excuse me they're not students anymore they're young adults, these two young adults and their perspective on things but again uh, that's where this the community has to work together. the schools have to work together the parents, the counselors, everything has to work together to make sure that every child not only feels safe I get that but again, these schools are not indoctrination camps. Um, the kids should be safe in a safe atmosphere for them to learn math, science, reading, and history, not for the teachers to take um, control of the kids' uh, the, the kids' culture, right? That's not their job, and I don't care if they go to a weekend seminar and they feel that they're trained. You are not trained to handle these situations. You are trained to be a teacher, math, science, reading, and history, not to be the school counselor. If you want to be a counselor, go back and get your degree in that, not a weekend seminar. So let's talk about the first one. Um, this is a student who's standing up for parents' rights, And here she is right now.
1: Here on behalf of the current high school students, as a former student myself, I learned what was taught from my teachers that includes math, history, science, English, and music, not anything about gender identity, because it simply is not teacher's place or right to proselytize their students. They should be there to teach what they got their degrees in. For Miss Garrison of Dal Oro High School to proclaim that it is her right to protect students from their parents is maleficence. Maleficence is an act that parent that is illegal and causes physical or monetary harm to someone. Harmful how, you might ask? It is harmful by Miss Garrison spewing out lies, causing gender confusion in these adolescents who should be confiding with their own parents or guardians about such matters. The fact that Miss Garrison is going behind parents to about gender transitioning should result in termination of her job. Why? Because these young teens, teens' lives are at risk by believing that it's okay to change genders when it's not. In fact, it's jeopardizing their future by not being able to conceive when they're older if they do make the harmful mistake to switch their gender now. In essence, Miss Garrison or any teachers should not should have no influence whatsoever regarding life-altering decisions for the students. I'm sure some of you may have children of your own. They are a blessing for God, and I'm positive you protect them with all your might. If you feel you didn't do all you could in protecting them, now is your chance by making perhaps the most important decision for generations to come. That is protecting students of the Kern High School District from teachers like Miss Garrison. I hope you can see that she's part of the threat of society today. Enforcing her ideologies of believing guiding minors to change genders is not only harmful but evil. Did you know, and I quote, puberty blockers and cross sex hormones also carry physical risks for children. They include infertility, stroke, heart attacks and weakening of bones. This is child abuse. End quote. So I leave you with this story, upsetting story. A heart mother whose daughter committed suicide at age 16 years old because a school and LGBTQ community encouraged her to transition into a male, lying to her saying, and I quote, because if you don't do it right now, nothing is going to make you happy. You're unhappy with your body. You hate your body, so you, you go for it, end quote. Shortly after, the 16-year-old girl decided to end her life by kneeling in front of an oncoming train, not to mention her mother fighting for custody of her since she was put into adoption after she, after she failed a suicide attempt. Also the LGBTQ community speaking lies on the 16-year-old's behalf and re- reaffirming her yeah. that her healthy body isn't good enough so she should change resulted in her depression and suicide. Thank you very All much. Could have been prevented if they prevented if they just yeah. let her mother do her job. But no, she's dead because the school and LGBTQ community feeding this young girl lies. The blood is on their hands. So please fire this teacher. Right. If you don't think do anything, you need to wrap I guarantee we will start to see more depression, anxiety, and suicide. Dre Martinez, students. you're the next speaker. Thank, Thank you very you. much. <laughs> Dre Martinez,
0: no that that seemed like common sense to me um and so it's that's the student sticking up um for her values and beliefs which is fantastic and it's amazing that we have to have these students come and talk at these things it's it's just still so mind-boggling that we're even having these types of conversations about um, parents rights I mean again just to reiterate these parents aren't standing up to ban the lgbtq community they're standing up to have a say so on what's going on in their, their children's lives, which that's just common sense to me, okay? So let's talk, and let's let's show the next couple of videos, they're, they're shorter, um, about a couple of minutes apiece, about the other side's perspective on things, because so it's very very important that we, we share both sides of the equation, and that's how conversation um, can happen and move forward. So here it is.
2: Welcome, Trey, and if you'd like to
0: go ahead and take three and a half minutes, you have three and a half minutes as your prior speaker. <laughs>
3: hello Kern high school district board members my name is Dre, and i've attended elementary junior high high school and now university in bakersfield i understand why parents may feel betrayed but i urge everyone to think about what your children feel and need at this time speaking from my own experience i had come out to my mom and she was supportive but my gender identity was never taken seriously school is my safe place a place where I could be out socially and not have to deal with the constant pain of feeling out of place in my own body. There are so many students who are afraid to be themselves, who can't go to their parents because they're afraid of being rejected or disowned. And I believe that if students are given the ability to be called by the name they are most comfortable with, then their academics and mental health could change for the better. Therefore, I want to end off with saying, what is the difference between having someone be called by their name and being called, be called by their nickname and being called the name they want to be known for? Thank you for your time. Thank you.
2: So originally when I came out here tonight, I wanted to welcome this board and ask for you guys to support the trans students, but fortunately that's not something I could ask anymore, since you made your position clear. Um, But I will like to say that if students want to come out to their parents and they feel comfortable, they will. And if they don't, then they won't. Um, I had to come out to my mom back when I was going to North High School, because I was scared that if I came out to the staff, they would tell her. And I didn't want that because my mom is super homophobic, super transphobic, and I knew that. that she would not Except me and it did not go well and part of the job of a school is to provide a safe space to protect students and so by forcing staff to tell parents if a kid comes out to them that could become super dangerous for a lot of kids in this town if a kid comes out to a teacher they're not going to groom the kid there is nothing a teacher can do to help a kid transition it is literally impossible you cannot provide hormones for children in schools you cannot provide hormone blockers for kids in schools there is nothing that teachers can do that can help support kids transition in schools all they can do is maybe be like hey this is a name that you chose try to go by it or you know but there's really nothing teachers can do besides just maybe tell the kid to go see the school counselor or something realistically so anybody who thinks that there are kids being groomed in schools to be trans you're absolutely incorrect on that and I can promise you that because I was not groomed to be trans I was raised in the church for God's sake like for real and um, you know Hopefully, kids that are supported by the schools will grow up one day to feel like they can come out to other people in their life. But that is like everyone's own decision about how out they want to be in all spaces of their life. And kids shouldn't be told that they have to come out at any point. So that's it. So originally when I came...
0: Okay, so... Again, we, there's two different perspectives, two sides of the coin. And so I get a lot of what they're saying. You know, you want to have a safe place for the child. Okay. We get all that. All right. And the, the parents who are standing up are not standing up to prevent the LGBTQ um, community from having that safe place. The parents are standing up again because they want to be informed if something's going on in their kid's life. And again, I'm going to reiterate it's not the teacher's responsibility. And unfortunately, This person who just spoke said, you know, that the teachers aren't grooming the kids. Well, unfortunately, maybe not in your school, but I have literally looked at thousands of school board meetings and videos of teachers and parents and everything else. And yeah, unfortunately, there are teachers that are grooming these kids. And yes, they can't give hormone blocks or blockers and do the actual surgery, but they can plant those seeds of doubt in that child's mind. They can plant those seeds of, of anything that they want. And then they can continue to water those seeds and condition those kids, their young, impressionable minds, on their beliefs and values. And, you know, plant seeds of doubt in telling their parents, plant seeds of doubt that, you know, being a Christian is wrong. And it just goes on and on. There are videos out there of teachers proclaiming that they are doing just that. Now again, I have to reiterate again that, you know, most of the teachers out there are not bad people. We're not going to allow a few of the bad apples to spoil the bunch in any profession. We're not that kind of people, even though the progressive left wants to push that kind of mentality on our police and everything else. And that we're a racist country. And if you're conservative, that means you're homophobic and transphobic and all the other hot garbage. No, we're not going to allow a few of the bad apples to spoil the bunch. But we have to hold those responsible and accountable who are doing this stuff in schools by firing them. They should not be teaching sc- these kids this things. They should not be grooming these kids. And by all means, for all the folks that are watching right now, if you're upset with your current school board, you know, you not only have to show up. Right. But you also have to get great people who are going to represent that community. So run for school board, get get folks who you believe in to run for school board and you don't quit. You know, we are in this situation because all of us were too busy with our own lives. We're too busy with our kids' lives. We're too busy in our own careers or we're just flat out lazy and we never got involved because we didn't have time. And now look what has happened. Now we're all kicking and screaming and we want instant change. But unfortunately, they've been slowly infiltrating every level of office for decades. And so it's going to take a long time to get this thing under control, but we have to do something. And I'm I'm telling everyone out there right now, That's just not going to be an overnight fix. Just because you run for one school board and you make it doesn't mean that it's fixed. You have to continue to run. You have to continue to get common sense folks on that board to represent you. And that's in all levels of office, folks. I mean, that's school boards and city commissions. Um, It's 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 state reps. It's all of our elected officials. And that is what our role, that Matt DiPerno and I's role is going to be, in, at least in Michigan, the Michigan GOP, is to support great conservative candidates to run for all levels of office. That's the whole role of the Michigan GOP. And we have some great things that we're going to do with that. But again, it starts with conversation. And that's why I like to include two different perspectives on some of these videos. So we're just not seeing one side of the coin. Yeah, there are kids out there who are questioning things. There are kids out there who probably need a little help, um, but you have to do it as a team atmosphere. The, the teachers alone shouldn't be doing it. It should be the teachers, the counselors, um, the parents, and the students all together in working it through. Now, is every case going to be sunshine and rainbows? No, um, there are some parents who are flat out against that community, and that's their right as parents to be that way. But we have to do everything that we can to have those conversations. And one thing's for sure is we don't keep it away from those parents. That is flat out wrong, and I don't agree with that at all. But that's where it's a team atmosphere, and the teachers should not be solely responsible for doing just that. Yes, the kids should have a safe place to go learn math, science, reading, and history. That's why we send our kids to school, right, but not to get indoctrinated, not for the teachers to assume responsibility as parents – Right. Our legal guardians. Why the kids are there. It's that's not your right. Your right is to um, or your job is to teach math, science, reading and history, not uh, to influence um, your cultural or your political beliefs on these kids. Let's get back to the basics. Right. That's what We all want. So have a great Sunday. Keep standing up, ladies and gentlemen, and we'll continue to take back lost ground again. It's all in the description after this live is done. If you want to listen to President Trump and Matt DePerno tomorrow on the teleconference or come and meet Miss Carrie Lake um, at Friday at the Nuthouse. Um, and then Saturday, she, I think she's going to be on the floor talking with the delegates. So it's an exciting week. We'll know what's going to happen here in a week, and then we will continue to push this thing forward. So have a wonderful Sunday with your family. It is absolutely gorgeous out there. The sun is shining. Have a great day. I'll talk to you soon. God bless you. God bless the State of Michigan. And of course, God bless these United States. Till next time.